Hello and welcome to the show. I am Peter Whittle. Now, we have never had a BAFTA winner on the channel, so far as I can recall. Uh, but I'm pleased to say my guest this week has had, I think, about five of them. So we're very honoured. Uh, Graham Linehan is one of our greatest comedy writers, responsible for the IT crowd, for Father Ted, for Black Books, and many, many others. Obviously, he will also be known to you uh, for his campaigning uh, on the rights of women and uh, on the transgender issue, which caused him, um, well, actually, Graham, um, you paid a heavy price, didn't you, for that? Yeah, I, I'm, still, I'm still astonished that I have paid such a heavy price. It seems like a, a very uncontroversial thing to say that you know, women, men shouldn't be in women's prisons in their yeah. changing rooms. Yeah. And children shouldn't be sterilized and, and mutilated in gender clinics. But yeah. yeah, there was never, from the moment I started speaking about it, there was no support from other people in the entertainment industry. And I was left isolated and, and, and it was much easier to smear my name, yeah. uh, cast me as a bigot. Um, and yeah, here I am. <laughs> yeah, but you're talking about uh, basically, what, four years ago now? Six. Six, 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 six Started years. six years ago, yeah, yeah, around the time I had to And from it. that moment on, really, I mean, because I, I should mention, by the way, that um, Graham's book, Tough Crowd, this one here, which is available now, it came out in October, uh, really details all of this. And it had, the point has been made, is it, that it's sort of like a book of two halves. You, mm. you, you've got pre- 2018 and then after yeah um what was it initially actually what was the actual thing that you know really started this kind of shocking experience what was the it, it was just a growing awareness that women were being uh bullied online for yeah. having perfectly normal opinions yeah. about their rights and about uh the rights of um uh trans people but uh, I no longer use that term trans people because I soon discovered that trans did not actually refer to transsexuals. Um, and of course, in the early days, we all thought that that's what it meant. Yes. Um, but of course, you know, the, the, the more I ex examined the issue, the more I realized they were talking about uh, transvestites. And, um, you know, I think, I think you could perhaps make an argument that a, a fully transitioned uh, uh, man uh, you know, who, who presents as a woman. Um, I, I think you could make the argument, I don't agree with the argument, but you could make the argument that, that such a person could be allowed into a women's space. I, yeah. I can see that argument being made. Um, I, I, I've got a hard line on it now because, of, uh, because uh, I, just, I just think that if you give an inch on the issue of women's uh, spaces, uh, men have proved that they will take a mile. Um, but you know, the, the idea that mere cross-dressers mm -hmm. uh, should be allowed into women's spaces, I just found, once I realised that that's what was being proposed, mm. uh, I, was, I was outraged yes. that it was even being suggested. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then as, as time went on, it, it just kept getting worse. And, you know, you would see men in women's prisons, um, uh, men and women's sports, um, none of them had tra transitioned, mm. all fully intact. Mm. 
and um, isn't it right that they don't actually do that really very much now that people are actually bothering to have what we call the full operative oh yeah it's a, the percentage is something like 80 70 or 80 percent I need to check out that that percentage yeah. but uh, yeah and and the definition of um, trans uh, in the or transgender in the I think it's in, in the Equality Act is someone who has transitioned or is thinking of transitioning now the problem with that is that anyone can say they're thinking of transitioning you know and the and you know one of my early contacts in all this was a group of transsexuals who were mortified by this um, uh, change and thought that it would actually undermine the rights that they had arrived at yes. up until that point. And of course, that's turned out to be true. Yeah. You know, um, these you know the backlash against this is starting. Well, I, was, I say starting, but I, I think it's probably in full flight now. Um, and because of the teeming of these often heterosexual men mm. uh, with gay people mm. um, the support for gay rights is actually going down in fact in the paper today I think or on Twitter I saw across the board support for gay gay rights or whatever has, has yeah. gone down from 72 to 66 percent I think yeah and it's because um, mainstream gay and legacy gay organizations have absolutely failed to call out the huge amount of men in this uh, in this movement who are excuse my language taking the piss yeah 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 you know yeah, yeah. so um, it's been a disaster and also another there's a second uh, way in which it's destroying uh, the gay community and that's the um, sterilization and mutilation of, of, of a whole generation of gay youth yeah who have you know who go through puberty many gay people go through puberty and for everyone, puberty is a, um, it, it can be a traumatic mm. uh, experience. But they're being told that the trauma arises from the fact that they, from the idea that they've been born in the wrong body. Yes. And that's a, that's a incredibly homophobic thing to suggest. Mm. And it's led to the most, I think, the biggest crisis in gay um, health since AIDS. I say so. I mean, you know, I know it's been said many times before, but the classic one being, it's like going back almost to a Victorian idea, you know, that if mm. you are kind of a feminine young boy, that, that you're obviously really a girl. Yes. I mean, the amount of times as a gay man, I heard that yes. at school. And you sort of think, you know, we're back there? Yeah. Or, or a tomboyish girl? Yeah, absolutely, you know? absolutely. And, you know, uh, one of the, I, I know many lesbians who are in despair at what's yeah, been done yeah. to the lesbian community, you know, a community that's already very small mm. and is kind of vanishing because um, there's no spaces for them anymore. I have a friend, Jenny Watson, who who uh, tried to do a speed dating night for um, lesbians, for her fellow lesbians, and it was disrupted by protesters, you know. Right. So you, we have a situation now it's 2023 yeah. and lesbians can't meet up without being abused by men yes so as you say it's it's like it's like the darkest days mm. of homophobia mm. again you know but you, you you sort of alluded to it there grant in the sense that there's a backlash i, I just wondered you know here we are like we're at the end of the year now with this interview i mean do you think are you do you think things are sort of changing on this front or not I, I sometimes think oh things are getting better people are the pennies dropping about all of this 
and then I sort of think, actually, no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's, it's yeah. really frustrating. Every day is it throws up a new thing, and you know, I wrote this book to explain, you know, my my feelings on this. And um, you know, yesterday I opened uh, Twitter to find out that Durham Football Club have been sharing. Um, I think it's Durham. Have uh, been have been their fans are putting stickers around the place showing me being punched and calling me a transphobe. Mm -hmm. um, and you you really do think what what will it take yeah, if yeah. people aren't going to look at someone like uh, Melissa Poulton I think his name yeah, is yeah. Uh, who is who is just a parody of a trans person mm -hmm. like literally just uh, wearing a wig like it fell on him from a tree yeah, you know yeah, yeah. Um, and if people see that and don't realise that something something is wrong. Mm -hmm then I really don't know what it will take. But I do know, and, and this gives me a lot of hope, I do see a lot of gay people are, are now, um, you know, properly, we call it peaked, when yeah. you've been peaked by, the, by this, yeah. which means you kind of, um, you, you realize how dangerous, how ridiculous the, the gender ideology is. And a lot of gay, gay men are, are, seem to be peaking. Yes, you know? yes. And, and les uh, lesbians as well, who, who, you know, see someone like this Melissa Poulton guy and, and and say, well, that's not me. But, but I'm you not see, the same. No, exactly. Person. But the problem is, you see, it's the, if you like, the gay or lesbian, actually more the gay establishment, I Stonewall. Yes. These people who are pushing this, you see, that's the official line. It doesn't help, like, for example, we've had this recent thing, I think you've mentioned it on Twitter. Uh, there's a, a green candidate standing. There's a guy in a wig. You that's know. It's, that's it's, the one I'm talking about, yeah. Melissa. Oh, it's Melissa. Sorry, yes, I didn't realise. Yes. Um, and then you sort of think, um, wait a minute, the most important thing for me about that was that the BBC talking about it talked about her yes. in the headline. Yes. And you think, actually, so what are you trying to do here? I mean, you know, what is going on? A journalist writing that headline must actually be either putting blinkers on, you can't seriously believe this. It's Sometimes, well, there's two things going on. The first is that IPSO, uh, the, the uh, press standards is, is corrupted uh, by, this, yeah. by this movement. And they actually, they actually uh, dictate that you need to use uh, preferred pronouns. Um, and the second is within the BBC, you've got, um, I think they're called BBC Pride, mm. which is like a kind of a, a group that ensures that no news of this gets out. I mean, Kemi Badenoch stood up last week and completely um, turned the debate into a mainstream issue. Yeah. She completely, she nailed exactly what the problems are. And, um, and the BBC didn't report on it at all yeah, yeah you know so there's a deliberate attempt to keep people in the dark over what is actually going on mm -hmm. and and the thing about it is like I, I again it's like you say you think we're getting further but I I still find it extraordinary that the BBC is prepared to lie mm. like why has no one at the BBC gone to Ipso and complained about yes, having to call yeah, this ridiculous yeah. man a woman yeah. you know and it's because they everyone's scared. Everyone's scared of, of their fellow um, their fellow their colleagues. Yeah. Because everyone is now a Stasi agent. Everyone is now uh, able to report on anyone else um, for any kind of thought they have that might get them into trouble. You know? Before two thousand eighteen, did you see did you see any of this coming? I didn't. No. 
the only the only little signs I had was I remember I remember thinking Julie Bindle was a horrible person. Right. I remember thinking, oh, she must have done something really terrible because everyone hates her. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And the truth is that Julie uh, saw it coming 15 years before everybody yeah. else. Mm. Um, and, you know, I, and then there were other things happening. Like, like it's only subsequent, uh, you know, to, to my being peaked that I realized that someone, for instance, like Jordan Peterson, yeah. like that was his original sin. Mm. His original, the reason why he's mm. called far right is because he said he wouldn't use preferred pronouns. Uh, he wouldn't be compelled to, wasn't that be, right? It yes. was a law. It was a law. It was in a law That's coming right. in, yes. and they were, and he was surrounded by a bunch of students who were who were moaning, yeah, <laughs> yeah. moaning in agony when he said he wouldn't use pre preferred pronouns, and um, and 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 now I see that that it was it was there for much longer than I realised. But because I was, I I was you know I I would have called myself left wing, um, I just didn't notice it. You know, and that's kind of what ha another way this movement works. It's it, it, it just it. Everything that happens happens quite quietly and under the surface. Mm -hmm. You notice a lot of the time, like for instance, I'll give you a good example. Mermaids used to use the phrase "born in the wrong body." Mm. It was all over their literature uh, and their website and everything. And uh, as soon as this became uh, like uh, widely known they issued a statement saying of course no child is born in the wrong body mm. and all these organizations are the same they they do nasty evil stuff and as soon as they're caught they pretend they're not doing it yes yes you know yeah. so um yeah i don't know how i got there but well no this is interesting this born in the wrong body thing is kind of quite weird in a way because it sort of presupposes like what is there a kind of gendered soul that yes. exists before that floats yeah. around? Yes, exactly. That somehow is alighted on the wrong, <laughs> wrong, wrong body. Mm. Um, obviously, it, the effect of your views on your career has been pretty devastating, hasn't it? Mm. Um, quite specifically, you know, there was a show. Uh, it was a musical, I believe, for Father Ted. That yes, you were sort of. You know, it was, it was a bit of a retirement plan, from what I can understand. It was, it was, it was, it was ready to go. Uh, the songs were written. We had performed it many times for Sonia Friedman, who's one of the biggest producers mm -hmm. in the West End. Um, we even had dance routines. Mm -hmm. It was, it was, it was all over. Mm -hmm. Barred shouting. Uh, we were, we, we. If if COVID hadn't happened, it would be on now. Mm -hmm because they wouldn't have had time to watch me mm. have my reputation destroyed and, mm. and then decide to destroy it further. Um, so, uh, yeah, it was, it, it was my pension um, and it was basically stolen mm. by, by Patrick Productions and Jimmy Mulville. You know, it's um, I still, I, I mean, you know, the, I still don't really know how to address that. I'm hoping I have some legal uh, some legal options, but um, I don't know. It's 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 just a, a terrible thing, and and it's all for the benefit of you know every every business and hat trick is exactly the same as a few lunatics within mm -hmm. the company mm -hmm. who are basically who are who they're the someone like Jimmy Mulvey is terrified of, mm -hmm. you know, and they'd rather please their, these these people than uh, support their artists, you yeah. know. I mean, this is a you know uh, a, a big question, maybe. But what do you think motivates these people? What is behind it? I've got my view. What's behind it? But 
what do you think it is? Well, there's a couple, again, there's, there's so many different things going on. Like, you know, the, firstly, Stonewall needed, needed a new cause. Yes. And they needed a reason to pay their Money CEOs, yeah, yeah. yeah, their six-figure fees. Uh, the second reason is that we have a we have a generate we have we've had a few generations now that have grown up in uh, relative comfort mm. and prosperity, mm. like from the nineties to the early two thousands. Mm. It was a bit of a golden age, mm. you know. Like or you might say, I don't know, mid eighties maybe. Um, it was a bit of a golden age, and people you know teenagers and young people are always the same they mm. want to cause mm. and trans came along and it was a, it was just a cause they could adopt and the but what they and and because people are you know people are quite simple <laughs> um they they simply took the gay movement and they kind of transposed it on yeah, the trans uh, movement yeah. and and feel that it's the same mm. they feel that they're they're fighting for an oppressed group mm. Um, and it's been this 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 kind of idea of what trans means has been supported and encouraged by, as you say, like establishment gay organisations. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, I think, and and also there's other things going on. Like I think, for instance, uh, the Tavistock uh, whistleblowers said that parents would bring their children in because they were clearly homophobic mm. and they wanted to uh, fix the, the children. Yeah. And that's like, you know, one of the mistakes that people made, again, because of these years of prosperity and comfort we've had, is thinking that homophobia disappeared. Yeah, yeah. And it didn't. It just, it just gets driven underground and it turns into something else. And at the moment, it's turned into a, a, a an absolute... Uh, epidemic of, as as Kemi Badenoch said, of um, gay kids thinking they're the opposite sex. Apparently, uh, one of the centres of transitional surgery is Iran. Oh yes, that's you right. Know, a, but there is a kind of odd logic to it. They're so homophobic that they would prefer, obviously, a trans yeah. daughter or whatever rather than a gay son. But uh, well, I saw a BBC show once that was, uh, I think, in Calcutta. And it said it's got a thriving trans scene. <laughs> and the reason it had a, trans, a thriving yeah. trans scene is because homosexuality was illegal until a year before the, the documentary came out. But the thing is, I mean, some of the things you detail in your book and that I've read as well elsewhere about what you have faced, you know, in terms of the unbelievable viciousness of the attacks on you. What I don't, what I don't quite get is why is there this viciousness behind this campaign? What is it about it? That brings this out you know this it's simply well I, w one thing is that it's it is a male it's a men's rights campaign right above everything else it's men driving this more yeah. than any other group mm. you know uh, I think women a lot of women are actually the victims of it mm. um, you know if you notice uh, to be a trans woman you don't have to have an operation you just have to wear a wig like like yeah. the lib uh, like the uh, is, was it Lib Dems, Melissa? Is it? Green, I think. Green. The Greens, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, oh, sorry, my mind's just gone blank. What was I? Well, no. I mean, I think we, we, we were discussing the viciousness. Of oh, yes, it, yes. You know. So it's a, it's men, a men's so it's a men's rights campaign. So men are vicious. Men, men are, are aggressive, yeah. and, and they 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 communicate in an aggressive way, um, especially when they don't have any basis for any of these uh, beliefs. You know, there's no scientific basis. There's no 
uh, ethical basis, there's no logical basis, there's no basis to it. So when you don't have a basis for an argument, you resort to threats, yeah. uh, threats to livelihood, physical threats. Um, you know, it's all they have yeah. because they don't have any arguments. Mm. Do you think um, that when you look broadly now at the comedy scene, mm. um, the effect generally there has obviously been, I think the word is chilling. Yes. <laughs> you know, yeah. doesn't it? Do you look, you look around and sort of think it's impossible to actually, is it, do you think, possible to make really good comedy now as a result? I'm not just talking about the trans, it's a general thing. I mean, uh, maybe I should ask you this first. You, you describe yourself as being sort of on the left. Um, this, what we're talking about, the thing that's been basically persecuting you has been broadly supported by the left. Mm -hmm. um, has that meant that you have looked at all of your, your worldview? You know, has it changed? Has it changed or what? You know, because there, you know, once one bit goes, then maybe you start looking at other bits. I don't know. Mm, yeah, well, you know. I'm not trying to kind of I am here. recruit you to the conservative <laughs> cause. So don't worry, but I'm just interested. No, well, I, yeah, there were a few. My, one, of my, one of the things I tried to do in the book, I'm not sure how successful I was at this, but I, I was a part of the problem at one point. I was a node in the kind of disinformation network. Um, and I, 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 when I came back onto Twitter, I wrote in my bio, uh, I reserved the right to uh, disagree with anything I said before 2018. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I now simply, I, if people can lie, and say that Eddie Izzard is a woman or, mm. or, or someone like that, then they, who knows what's true? Mm, mm. And the, the, all the left-wing causes that I supported, I now w wonder whether I got the full story, um, how much of it was simply uh, repeated wisdom, that, that, that kind of which you see in the mm. trans debate. Mm. Um, uh, so yeah, I feel like um, I feel like I've kind of woken up a little bit from a trance. Another thing that I I completely went along with was the demonization of conservatives. Mm. You know, the idea that they were uh, evil. You know, innately yes, innately yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I I just I felt that I thought that was true. I would look at things like um, uh, you know uh, climate change and think. You know, it's obviously getting hotter, and I do think climate change is happening. But uh, you know, the, the 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 idea that people couldn't be fighting for um, to to find a solution yeah. outraged me, and mm -hmm. I thought the only explanation was that people doing not doing anything about it were evil yeah, yeah. or denying it, and yeah. so on. And now I realise that you know, there's a few again, as with everything, there's a few things going on, um, and and I really don't see that that you know net zero um, targets will work unless we somehow find a way to stop cows farting. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, therefore, that carrying on from that, the whole work, I mean, I, I'm being very simplistic, you know what I mean, when mm. I talk about woke ideology, if you can call it an ideology, um, basically now that, you know, constricts surely almost any creative endeavour. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're, well, actually, you've lost a lot of friends, haven't you, in mm. this business? But presumably, the friends you had in the business before weren't just comedy writers, they were doing all sorts of things. And now, essentially, everyone is looking over their shoulder, are they not? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you look at something like, have I got news for you? Yes. Have I got news for you? 
like it's I think it's on this week and I I'll almost put a bet on that they won't mention the Lib Dem man in a wig yeah, yeah. because they are uh, they're terrified of the subject and I do think that if you if you if you're doing a satire show and you cannot address what's actually going on yeah. in the world maybe you should call it a day yeah you know and I I would love to see a show like that removed and in its place you know, I don't know. I mean, look at how well Andrew Doyle has been doing on this yes, issue. He's yeah. he's just been covering it in the in in brilliantly. You know, um, I wonder what the chances of him being on the BBC are, though. I mean, I think the BBC would be crazy uh, not to try and grab yeah, him at some yeah, point. Yeah. You know, because he's sympathetic, he's gay, he's he he has a complete handle on this issue, mm. and also he has interviewed nearly every important person in this fight mm. um, on the feminist side where the BBC has just pretended they don't exist. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I think unless there's, there has to be a huge cultural change in mm. all these uh, TV channels, um, but I don't know how easy that's gonna be, to, gonna be to achieve. What do you think, I mean, Graham, you know, looking forward now, uh, you know, you've been through the mill. What is, what is the, outlook for you now I mean have you sort of really thought that's it I'm not going to be writing anymore I, I don't mean the book I mean you know comedy writing no I well I don't know I, I I'm not sure I don't I really it is a very uncertain time I think I, I think the next year will be spent just trying to um, uh, help the book along um, maybe do some live shows around around yeah. the book, yeah. but uh, in terms of writing a new idea, because because I'm still struggling for money and because mm -hmm. it's like uh, it, it, there's a few things going on that are very uncertain. I'm being sued uh, again by a, another trans activist. Um, it's hard to find uh, a place where you can feel comfortable and safe yes, enough exactly. to be creative. Impossible, you know? I would have thought. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of impossible. Although, having said that, I do do a little bit of stand-up, and I do enjoy writing, you know, little observational jokes. They they keep me going. But then again, you see, again, even with that, from like in a, uh, you were Edinburgh, yeah, right? and you had bad. to do it in the street, yeah, it's bad. because uh, you know, basically, they just cancel your venue, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 just extraordinary, and no one will, no one from the other side will explain to me what I'm getting wrong, yeah. where my analysis yeah, is wrong, yeah, you know? Yeah. It's, it's an extraordinary thing uh, think, to be in my situation. What do you think, uh, you know, J.K. Rowling, um, do you think it's one of the reasons why she still exists and writes or whatever it is, is simply that she is too powerful? Is that the reason? Yeah, she's Because big. it's very similar to what you say. She's a billionaire. Yeah, yeah, it's that simple. I mean, I, I, I wish I had waited to become a billionaire before I, I go yes. into this uh, debate. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, she's she's uh, she's. Although it's interesting though, because they are able to um, to perform a kind of death of a thousand cuts on her. Yeah. <coughs> that must be extremely upsetting. And um, I wrote to Sonia Friedman, uh, Sonia Friedman Productions, about this, and I said. You know, you must you must know what she has been through mm. for believing the exact same things I believe in. You know, why aren't you vocally supporting her? Mm. You know, um, and uh, yeah, the way like the it, it, the harassment from the trans lobby is what I call um, 
bespoke harassment. Yeah. So th if for me, they just uh, take away my ability to make a living. They hide my books. They put up stickers uh, uh, calling for violence to be used against me. But for 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 J.K. Rowling, she gets all that. But she also gets. Um, you know her name taken off schools, yeah. uh, Harry Potter events shut mm. down, and it's really like punishing. And mm. she she doesn't get exactly punished through this, but the child they're punishing the children mm. through her, mm. which must be very upsetting. Yes, you know. Also, there was that awful. I know you you, you mentioned it actually in the book where the actors from her films. You yes. know, really, I mean, it was sick making. Yeah. The way they went, you know, basically distanced themselves from her. The way they did it without any, yes. like they, they rushed to yes. do it. Yeah. They rushed to do it. Yeah. And she's a woman who has experienced domestic violence. Yeah. And they still turned her in to the to the to the authorities. You know, the new authority to the mob, yeah. turned her over to the mob. Um, so yeah, I have particular contempt for for people like that. Yeah, but it's wrapping up really now, uh, Graham. But, um, oh, by the way, I mentioned you mentioned there about your book. Um, being hidden. I went to Waterstones in Windsor to get this. Mm. Uh, it was about 10 days ago. And um, it was, it's a new book, right? Mm. And, and yet it was, they had to find it. They had to get those ladders out and yeah. then above the actual bookcase, there is a kind of closet where they have to copy it. And it was somewhere near the back. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I just thought, I don't want to kind of, you know, be kind of, you know, too hyperbolic about it or anything, but come on. I mean, you know, it's a new bot and by, you know, someone who's obviously very well known to their customers. Mm. You know, it's extraordinary, but. Yeah, it's, always, it's never the problem. The public aren't the problem. The public, the public know this is nonsense. Yeah. The problem are the ga is the gatekeepers. Yeah. The yeah. bookshop uh, activists, the activists in Hattrick, yeah. the activists in, in the theatre world. I mentioned in the book, um, you know, there was a production of Stephen Sondheim's Into the Woods by, by uh, Terry Gilliam. Oh, yes, the old Vic. Yes, the genius behind um, uh, the, the Monty Python cartoons, the interstitial mm. cartoons. Um, can you imagine how good that would have been? Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, as I put it, the popcorn sellers in, in the old Vic uh, managed to get it uh, taken out and it ran in Bath. To a much smaller audience, I would imagine. Yeah, and um, and yeah, that's how they treated one of the most important figures in in, in British comedy in the last uh, forty years. You know, and uh, you're talking about often numerically tiny group of people. Yeah, who just somehow managed to frighten the others, don't they? Yeah, you know? people don't understand the issue. A lot of people, I would imagine, still think that we're talking about transsexuals. Yeah, um, and people, and uh, you know the BBC and all these different news outlets certainly every every uh, prog supposedly progressive news outlet like the Guardian and the Metro are doing everything they can to cover up what's going on you know it's it, it is and it, that's the word it's a cover-up mm. you know and like I found out yesterday that in in America this year there were 50,000 trans surgeries Really? 50,000. That's 50,000. Now, you know, a lot of them will be double mastectomies, mm. which is bad enough. Mm. But, but, but a fair amount as well will be, uh, you know, or orchiectomies, which will completely sterilize. And, yeah. and you, you, these are often young gay men who um, have just, mm. their, their, their sexual lives are over.
you know? There's a, a, a fellow who they had on actually here called Ollie London, who he's, he nearly went the whole hog, but he sort of drew back and now oh, he right. says, he said, thank goodness, you know. I mean, yes. He did everything else, I have to say. Yes. So slightly, um, you know. Um, That's right, um, he, he, he changed his face. That's exactly, he? to look Korean. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's a whole different vista of pain. <laughs> go down there, That's if you like. But, uh, um, and he's become an incredible activist for. Oh, for, he has. Yeah, yeah against this has. stuff. He's been great. On that note, actually, if you could sum up what in an ideal world tomorrow, if, what would you like to see done? root and branch mm -mm. you know clean up of civil service the nhs um the education mm. uh, 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 schools it, it has to be just removed mm. it, for me it's like you know there was a world war that 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 meant that um nazism was completely uh discarded mm. as a as a uh, as a philosophy that that anyone would follow you know um <laughs> I'm hoping we don't need a world war to get rid of this, mm. but it has to be treated in the same way. Mm. It's an extraordinarily homophobic, misogynistic movement, and it is completely in the rooted into all these institutions across society. Yeah. It has to be removed, and it's removed in ways like you know the NHS using phrases like you know your sex assigned at birth, yeah. or yeah. sex even just your sex at mm. birth. These phrases have to be removed yeah. from all official documents mm -hmm. uh, because people see them and think that oh I, I have to speak like this and mm -hmm. I, and they are like little symbols of a completely ridiculous worldview mm -hmm. you know not just a ridiculous worldview but a homophobic one yes you know and the very people who think that they're they're helping gay people by supporting this movement are actually causing a huge amount oh of harm. yes uh, uh, totally Sorry, yeah. I, I, no, no, thank, thank you very, very much. Man. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> thank, already knows. <laughs> thank you very, very much, uh, Graham, for that. The, the book, again, here we go, Tough Crowd, Graham Linhan, and uh, basically it is available in bookshops. <laughs> you just have to find <laughs> you it. Just, you, you know, don't take their word for it, <laughs> and, uh, or on Amazon, of course. Um, would you answer just a few questions for our members? But uh, yes, in the meantime, thank you very, very much indeed, Graham. Thank, thank you. you. And uh, we shall see you uh, next week, yes we will. Okay, take care. Bye. Hello. If you're enjoying the New Culture Forum channel and you believe in our mission, may I invite you to join our membership scheme at the link below or on our website, newcultureforum.org.uk. Our work is more important now than ever and we have great plans ahead for the future, but we can't do it without your support. From as little as £3 per month, you can help ensure that we continue on our mission. As a member, you'll receive a range of benefits, including access to exclusive content, invitations to our private events, including here at our studios, free copies of our books, and much, much more, including, of course, our famous NCF mug. If you aren't able to become a member, then please help us by clicking this button and subscribing to our channel. It's completely free. Just remember to also click the bell icon so that you can get notifications when we post new videos. Thank you.